Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You deserve some credit for not answering that phone call, replying to that message, even though in your heart you know you really wanted to. But cheers to having the discipline to stop pouring into shit that don't pour into you. Things that can't give you what you want only use you. And the company is cool, but you both know this ain't going nowhere. And it's the first time in a while that you ain't packed that spin a night bag, shave your legs and fix your hair or text your friends like, bitch, guess who I'm with? And they guessed it right on the first try. Even though you said you was done with his ass the last time and it's been about a month of you ignoring the good guy, you always on your bullshit. So let's toast to being on some healed shit. On some lighted candle, watching my shows and not feeling bad about sleeping alone. Because in reality, that's what you've been doing the whole time anyway. Welcome back to another episode of Self Care and Chill with Maui. Everybody's favorite relationship podcast. I don't want to toot my own horn, but if the shoe fits and the car is beeping, then you already know I'm putting the shoe on and I'm beeping the horn. And that's that. Um, hey, everybody. So before we get started on today's topic, I want to get you, give you a recap on what's been going on in my life. I'm not really sure if I recapped you guys after the New York show, but I'm just going to assume I didn't. So yeah, if I did, I did. If I didn't, I didn't, but we're going to run it back anyway. So um, on the 24th, I had my first show of the year since having a baby. It was the self-care and chill poetry show in New York at the cutting room. It was amazing. Leading up to the show, I was super nervous because I haven't done poetry in a while. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope I don't forget my lines to some of the poems I haven't done in a whole freaking year. I hope they love it. I hope people show up. It was amazing. It was over 200 people, even though it was hot in there. It was hot. I'm not even going to lie. And 40 people didn't show up because it was raining in the Bronx. But I don't even know where those 40 people would have fit. Like, that's the crazy part. We don't even know where they would have went because it was so hot in there already but the show was amazing and it really put me on this like adrenaline rush of me being so excited for the Philly show and the Philly show was yesterday um at the Punchline Philly venue over 300 guests there for a self-care and show and poetry when I tell y'all anybody is listening start paying attention to my Instagram when I'm dropping the cities that I'm in and tuning into the podcast when I'm letting you go to letting you guys know what date is the next show. Because when I tell you these shows are amazing, the lineups of poets that I pick are just wonderful. They go with the vibe, like everything, the way Cito Blanco hosts the shows when he performs, everything is just a chef kiss. I'm not even, I'm not even saying this because it's my show. But if this is my first poetry show experience or you've never been to a poetry show, I definitely feel like my show set the bar of like just really getting what you need as far as loving yourself Um, and really leaving feeling like, you know what, I'm ready to create some boundaries. I'm ready to stop having people play with me or I got the confirmation that I needed. So the Philly show was amazing. Um, The poets were amazing. I want to personally thank each and every one of them that showed up and showed out for me. 
my set my set was wonderful too of course um the only thing i want to because some people's like well what's different from the regular shows and the self-care and chill um poetry shows i've been doing i feel like it's more it's it's poetry but when i'm on stage i give more conversation i'm talking a little bit more um i feel like it's more intimate in that part of me giving advice trying to keep it like the podcast trying to create it like a live podcast but still doing poetry so that's the recap when it comes to the shows um and i want to thank everybody that showed up all y'all who been showing up and showing out for me supporting me ordering books, coming to the shows, taking pictures, me signing the books. Everything is just, I feel like it's just all aligned the way it's supposed to be. So as far as my home life, you know, everybody is just, the baby is growing. My man is walking around here acting like I ain't cooking 10 years, but I cooked yesterday. Um, my son around here, well, he, he just be begging. I'm not even going to lie. It's just always something that he just want on Fortnite. Star Wars, all types of stuff. His new thing now is the Star Wars swords. Those, I don't even know what they're called. The lightsabers. Oh my gosh. If he buys another one of those things, I'm going to go crazy walking around here like he in a Star Wars movie. But other than that, everything is wonderful. Um, so going through the messages um, on the self-care and chill podcast page, looking at the questions that you want me to touch on. Like I said before, one day I was on live and people were saying, well, Molly, you don't reply to everybody um, questions in the self-care and chill podcast page. And I said, I try to answer as many questions as I can, but if the question, I feel like you have your own, like you already know what you need to do, then no, I'm not bringing a question over here because some stuff is common sense. Somebody then gave you an STD and cheated on you 45 times. I'm not using that question as a podcast topic. No, thank you. I'm going past. If you even have to consider whether you should stay or you should go, I'm not being mean. And I know sometimes you might need to hear it from somebody else, but I want you to just go with your intuition. You got to also learn how to t trust that because we can't always get some advice from everybody. Like, it's some shit that y'all go through that you can't freaking wait for my podcast to drop or you're not able to just DM me and say, hey, can you tell me what I should do? Sometimes we got to be able to make executive decisions for ourselves or trust our intuition or do what we feel like may be best for us because we, we won't always have that. And it's OK. It's OK to say, you know what? I'm not calling nobody for advice right now. I'm going to make the decision that I feel like is best for me in this moment. And that's it. That's it. Sometimes we gotta charge it to the grant, charge it to the game, and just hope that the pieces pieces fall into the place they're supposed to fall in. So, but one of the questions is um, one question that was from live the other day was um, when, and I feel like this is such a popular question, and I'm not sure if I answered this already, but people ask this all the time. I feel like this is one of the most asked questions of how do you know when it's time to leave, and I feel like that looks different for everybody. But the analogy that I used was just imagine yourself doing the dishes and you washing dishes and you got you and your partner are on your way to couples therapy. Y'all decided that y'all going to go to couples therapy to make this relationship work, to save y'all relationships. But before you go, you have to do the dishes. It's three types of partners. One of your partner is so eager to get to a couple's therapy because he is so afraid, he or she is so afraid to lose you that they'd be like, come on, babe, just throw him in the dishwasher. 
Come on. We need to hurry up and go so that we can be there early. Like, he's trying to do whatever. They're trying to do whatever it takes. They do not want to lose this relationship. So they're actually rushing you out the door for a shit to get on the right track. Then it's a person who decides, you know what? We're going to get there, but I'll help you wash the dishes. They showing effort, okay? They ain't say, I'm going to wash the dishes for you. They helping you with the dishes so you see the effort and you appreciate that. And y'all going to get there when y'all get there, and that's that. And then it's another person who is putting dishes in a goddamn sink as you washing them. Every time you take the dish, every time you wash a dish and you put it in a dryer rack, you turn back around and it's three more dishes. This is the person who continuously does things to jeopardize the relationship. Continuously does things to make things work. Continuously does things to make sure that you do, we do not make it outside this door to go to th- couples therapy. Because in reality, I truly don't want to work on this relationship. I don't think there's nothing wrong with what I do. I don't see what the problem is. I think you're overreacting. You're always tripping and finding reasons to complain or nag about something. So guess what? We ain't never going to make it out this door. That's when you know it's time for me to give this up. When I'm the only person that's making effort. When you are reading self-help books, trying to work on yourself for this relationship. When you go into therapy and trying to take things back that you done learned and share with them so that you can utilize this together. When you're constantly suggesting things to make things work and they do shit. They don't do anything. I've told y'all this a million times. I do not need somebody who loves me the exact same way that I love them. But I need them to show up with the same enthusiasm for this relationship. And that's the same thing with trying to make something work. You got to be with somebody that shows up with the same enthusiasm to want to make it work and want to be there. Or you'll be the one that's freaking breaking your back every single day to try to create a future and a life with a person who does everything in their power to fuck it up. With no second thought in any of the decisions that they make, because in reality, they don't feel like you will ever leave them. They don't feel like you'll ever go anywhere. And I know we, we, say some, we say some of these things lightly. Like, yeah, he think that I ain't never going to leave him. Ki, 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 ha, ha, ha. Or he think, he think I'm going to be here forever. Listen, let's take a step back and really like analyze and think about this. Is somebody out here? Yes, I'm whispering. Because I want you to really like just put this in your brain as you watching a person treat you a certain way and move a certain way and talk to you a certain way and handle you a certain way. I want you to know that they feel like you love them so much. You care about them so much. You want to be with them so bad. You want to be with them so bad. That I'm not even conscious in how I move, how I treat her, how I talk to her. Because she's not going nowhere. I'm going to go cheat. I'm not feeling guilty. I'm not thinking like, damn, this girl really loved me and would do anything for me. And I'm out here moving like this. I'm treating her like this. I'm not taking a second thought in none of the shit that I do. Because in my heart of hearts, I know that she really won't go nowhere. Or I could talk myself out of some shit. I'm not afraid to lose her. Because I don't value her. I don't appreciate her. I don't understand her worth or see. I don't really truly understand it because I never had to go without it. And then there's other people out here. I don't got to lose shit for me to appreciate it. I know what I got right here, right now. I don't got to lose nothing for me to look at life differently, for it to open my eyes and see. No, I don't got to. I'm one of those people that 
I'm appreciative and I'm grateful for the people around me that love me for real that I don't got to lose shit or mishandle anything for me to understand it's worth. But it's other people that got to experience loss. They got to just watch stuff crumble right in front of their face and see how much they ruined and, and see what big of a mess that they made for them to finally understand and appreciate what they had when they had it. Why do I got to do all of that? Why I got to handle you like that for you to appreciate me? Me loving you not enough? Me going out my way for you consistently isn't enough for you? Me listening to you, me showing up for you, me be being your friend? A shoulder to cry on? Freaking the person I'm sharing, I share my body with you every night. That's not enough for you to not want to mishandle me? But one thing I'm not going to do for a person to really, really understand what I mean to them is allow them to drag me to the pits of hell. I don't do suffer love. So I'm not going to allow you to just treat me like shit and then decide when I finally leave that, oh, I'm ready. I don't do that. No, I will not allow somebody to just treat me however they see fit. And when they tired of cheating or running the streets or what they thought was going to make them happy wasn't as green as they thought it would be. They want to come over here and act like they got some sense now. Not after you done broke my heart 10 times. Not after you done freaking made me feel insecure, made me feel hopeless, made me depressed and sad. No, you can go save that for the next person. I don't want that no more. And that's really got, that's really, that really got to be what it is. I don't want it. I can't show you the, the I can't show you how, I, how much I love you by putting up with a bunch of shit. Absolutely not. I'm not willing to show nobody the depths of my love by staying through whatever they put me through. I'm going to grab my keys and pack my shit. I know you never had no love like this. That's one of my favorite poems, y'all. It really is. But that's some, listen. Mm -hmm. Something for you to think about today. Something for you to ponder on. That's how you know when it's time for your ass to leave. That's when you know it's time to leave. You've done all that you can do. You've exhausted all options. You've, you're the one that's putting in all the effort. And then sometimes it, sometimes it takes a person to lose what they got or be about to lose it and they change for a little while. But listen, listen to this though, because this is how I'm handling people and this is how I'm handling friends too. If you felt like life would be better without me, you didn't need me, you didn't want to be here. And to any woman, any woman or man that's out here and you want to leave somebody or you're not sure and they playing with you and these breaks and stuff and I need space. Let me tell you something, because I know everybody ain't strong enough to just up and leave. And be honest with yourself about where you at emotionally when it comes to this relationship and how you get getting treated. So we could be realistic. I want to give you realistic advice. So I know everybody not going to leave. But if you know you ain't going to leave and that you go, if you're going to come back. I still want you to make somebody stand on their shit because you felt like you couldn't. You felt like life would be better without me. You was OK with watching me cry, knowing that you was hurting me. You was OK with playing with me. And if you know you still want to take them back, I want you to at least make them stand on their shit for a month. Three weeks. And don't think about 
I don't want you sitting there thinking that you got texting back or answer phone calls because what if he's cheating or what if he out there with the girl again? They was going to do what they wanted to do anyway. And it wasn't shit that you could do to stop it. So you might as well give him. Might as well open the door for him. You was going to do what you wanted to do anyway. So go ahead and stand on your shit. Since life is so great without me and I don't make you happy and you're not satisfied here and you want to run the streets and you found your happiness somewhere else and you want to just fuck who you want to fuck, stand on it. And don't call this phone. And listen, I'm, listen, I know it might break your heart in, into a, in a million pieces. You making somebody stand on their shit might hurt you to death. You forcing them to stand on your word might hurt you. Because you love them so much. And you don't want to let them go. You don't want to let them go. You ain't ready to let go of a person that treats you so awful. But sometimes you got to push through all of those emotions and those things that we feel. Because listen, it'll be, a, it'll be the same cycle of getting treated awful over and over again. And people not learning a lesson. How can I learn how to handle you? You take me back every time I mishandle you. Absent make the heart grow fonder. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And then other times, absence make you realize that I needed to be focusing on myself. Sometimes you look back and just realize how stagnant you was with your own self-care and your own life and your own growth by running behind somebody else. That you realize this absence is actually a gift from God and is actually exactly what I needed. To focus on myself more. I tell you all the time, go back to school, go to the gym, work out, get a skincare routine, focus on your natural hair. And it might be funny in those moments. But when you think about how much you've neglected your own life by trying to create this fairy tale and this fantasy out of what you want so bad with somebody, you've realized that you've allowed your life to just not really grow in no aspects. And if we took the same energy to work on ourselves that we took to try to change a person into what would make them better fitting for us because in reality they probably not as compatible as they should be with us or y'all probably there because the sex good history whatever the case may be if we took the same effort that we put into trying to change somebody and use that for trying to change ourselves and grow nine times out of ten this person wouldn't even be your type anymore It's no way if you operate in at your highest, fullest potential. That this is the I can't believe that this is the type of shit that you would settle for. I'm exactly where I want to be in my life. Every day I'm working on myself. I'm healing. I'm growing. You know, I got a great job. I just started school again. Like, I'm really feeling good about who I am. For the first time in my life, I'm really understanding what truly has value in my life, what truly makes me happy. Just to get in bed at night and late next to somebody that treat me like shit? What? I don't settle in any other aspect in my life. Why, why settle and compromise with who I'm loved by? 
Everything else in my life right now is top tier. Why would I wait until the end of the night when I'm going home to my place of peace to lay next to somebody that disturbs it? Why would, why would that be what I'm choosing to wake up and start my day with and end my day with? I promise you, if some of us was focused on a little bit more on who we are or who we see ourselves being or what we imagine our future looking like, we realize, we'll realize that most of these people don't even fit in it. It's freaking water and oil. It don't mix. Most of y'all will look and just and be honest with yourself. And you got to be honest and stop lying. Be honest even if it hurt. Even if it's not what you want to hear, this shit don't mix. It don't fit. I tried. It don't go together. This shit is a mess. You're trying to force it to work so bad. And they sitting here with their feet up. They ain't doing nothing. When the last time you laid next to this person and you felt grateful, I I feel so grateful because I'm loved by you. Not looking at them and feeling like I love you so much why you can't act right. Or I love you so much. I can't believe we still making it work. Or I love you so much. But when when is the last time you laid next to somebody and you just felt grateful because you're loved by them? I'm grateful to be able to experience a love like this. I love how you love me. I love how you make me feel. I I love how beautiful you make me feel. How you lift me up. How you motivate me. How you inspire me. I love being in your arms. I love laying on your chest. I love laughing with you. I love going out to eat with you. No. Stop. Listen. I guess I gave a lot of people some shit to think about today, now, didn't I? On the early morning wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop this early, early. Somebody needs to hear it. It's probably your girlfriend. Send it to your girlfriend or your mom. I don't care. <laughs> they going to get saved today. God damn. When, so when I did the show at Philly and in New York, to just have so many people saying, like, I left this person or I got out this relationship or I read your book. And I went back to school or I got a promotion or I bought a house. Oh, I know I'm living in my purpose. I know I'm doing exactly what God want for me. Just to see some of y'all glowing, talking about leaving. <laughs> y'all glowing, talking about leaving people that you've loved or you was with for years and looking so happy. Looking so much lighter. Looking like you ain't carrying nothing around. To the people that was that came to the shows and they was going through a lot and they just wanted to not be in the house to be sad and they left feeling better than before, better than when they came, feeling good about their decisions. I see you too. And I love that for you. And like I said in my show the other day, I know when you get on social media, people in their self-care journeys, it look like the beach. It look like vacations, mimosas, facials. It look like Sunday brunch and freaking chicken and waffles. But that shit get lonely. It get ugly. It get boring. I don't know what makes her happy. I don't know what to do with myself. And just listen. Give yourself grace and take your time. And love on the people who love you. Because you're going to be the healing journey forever. We're going to be healing forever. We're going to be working on ourselves forever. We're always going to find different levels that we can tap into. 
always. But knowing I'm doing this for me, I'm doing this inner work for me. It ain't even about nobody else. Everybody get to reap the benefits of my work, but this ain't about nobody else. It's about me. You creating boundaries. You saying no. You not letting people use you as a doormat no more. Take advantage of you. Just treat you however. Allowing people to come into your life and just give you the shortest end of the stick. So many benefits come with being loved by you and you just allowing them to just take whatever they see fit. I ain't no fucking goodwill. I ain't no freaking what? This ain't no flea market. You're not just going to come over here and just give me crumbs and get whatever you want. What? Start really being in tune with what you bring to other people's life and how you love them. How you show up as a friend. How you show up as a partner. Stop allowing people to just come and enjoy all the perks and benefits of being loved or being in the presence of somebody like you. And they're not giving you shit or pouring nothing back into you. And you're wondering why you're feeling drained and you're feeling used and you're getting tired of this shit. And you almost at your breakdown. Stop allowing it to get too far. Come in with your boundaries and it's okay. Stand on your boundaries. And if people feel some type of way about it, it's cool. We ain't got to be mean. But it's just certain ways that I don't want to be treated. It's certain ways that I don't want to be talked to. I don't got to be rude about it. I ain't got to be mean. I don't got to hurt people's feelings with my boundaries. None of those things. I don't have to weaponize it. This is just how I prefer to be treated. This is just how I want to be talked to. How I want to be loved. How I need things to be reciprocated in order for me to operate and thrive at my highest. I don't allow things around me that will drain me. That'll make me feel depleted or make me feel unloved or freaking make me freaking lose focus of what my worth and my purpose is here. No, because the only people who would guilt trip you out of you creating boundaries are the people who benefit from you being a doormat. So that's that. So let them take it how they want to take it. It is what it is at this point. Okay. Listen, hopefully if you tuned in today, you got exactly what you needed. This is another episode of self-caring and chill with Maui. And I hope everybody has a beautiful day. Okay. Because I know you is that it is. I know. Listen. I know you won't have a good day. I thought you didn't listen to this shit. Because I've read... I, mm, you ain't got to tell me I read you for filth. I know I, if it's one person around here that do, does the reading and the writing, it's me for sure. Might write a book or read you the filth. It depends on what I'm in the mood for. Anyways, y'all. I want to thank so many of y'all, too, for um, following the new social media page, The Softest Life. Make sure you follow The Softest Life because the website launches August 1st. We finally reached 500 followers, so I will be doing a giveaway. Um, I also want to be giving away something else. I'm not really sure, but I want to do something for everybody. Uh, so make sure you follow The Softest Life on Instagram. All things self-care. The website is small right now, but it's going to be growing and growing and growing with more amazing things every single month. And I hope you guys will be supporting it. And you can also click the link on the bio so that you can subscribe to the emailing list so that you could be the first person to know when the website launches. So that's it. And I'm going to talk to y'all soon.